three, two, one, zero. You're listening to the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast, starring Mr. Adam Tate and El Gran Tommy Martinez. And now, without further ado, here's the best podcast that you'll ever hear, and that's according to them, the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. Welcome, and welcome to the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast, season number three, episode 11. And that voice you heard is that of El Gran, Tommy Martinez. And that voice you just heard is that of my rock and roll brother. Wow. And the humblest guy on planet Earth, Mr. Adam Tate. What's going on, Adam? Tommy, you must not be sick anymore to be able to hit those notes like that. Did you hear that? Did you hear Man. That? I'm ready for the stage, baby. <laughs> You're 100% now. And we're also ready to deliver yet another great episode of this podcast available on Spotify, Apple Podcast app, RSS Podcast, CastBox, and many other of your favorite DSPs. And Adam? Yes. Guess who's behind the control board, buddy? Only be one guy. It is the mighty Godzilla! Oh! oh. oh. You want me to check the email for your segment last week? <laughs> Does he think we have uh, mountains of response for all of his, for his two videos that we looked at? Uh, I, I, oh. Gosilo, no, it is not your segment. It's the third birthday. Where where does he come up that it's his segment, Adam? He's taken ownership of it, apparently. No. Okay. No. Okay, Gosilo, here's the deal. We will go to the emails if we have time. How's that? Wink, wink, Adam. (laughs) You still have the master control over there, so he can't shut us down from the studio, right? Oh, Oh, that was directed to you, yeah. Adam. <laughs> should have kept that one on the down low. Ma. Should have passed you a note, not that said that out loud. Exactly. <laughs> a DM, Adam. A DM is what the is what the youth call it nowadays. Oh, DM. It's the DM. Slide into your DMs. All right, all right. But no, I mean, Gosilo did a great job last week. I know. <laughs> Oh, a fantastic job. My bad. It was definitely one of the missing elements that was that we were missing on the previous episode. By having him back, it made things exponentially better. For some reason, it was the uh, the nun video the best. <laughs> uh, he said it was a masterpiece. <laughs> you're you're going to want him to get into those emails now. Godzilla will be sending emails to himself, you know, as uh, another person to the podcast. Does he have his own Godzilla personal uh, feed? Adam, Adam, Adam. Adam, Adam or is it all through the Datacoba? Do not give him. <laughs> See, he already said it's a great idea. <laughs> Adam, today you're too loose. You're, you're, you're a Godzilla. 
you're, you're totally a Gosilo fan today. Right, but the behind-the-scenes stuff, I'm not too uh, apprised on yeah. what happens behind the scenes. You don't want to. You don't want to know what happens oh, behind no. it because it's it's pretty. It's a pretty nasty business out there. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna mute Gosilo. You can handle the control board for right now. Just chill out a little bit. So what's going on, Adam? How you doing, man? Doing pretty good. How are you? Good week. You know, hey, I tell you what. Here's something. Tell me. We're back in the saddle, Adam. Yes. Within seven days. That's right. <laughs> this is our. I think that's a first in about what three months. This four is our ske- This is our pre-arranged schedule, which would be a weekly podcast. Yeah. Which has turned into, uh, you know, bi-weekly <laughs> or maybe monthly. There's a few that are about three weeks, almost a month. Yeah. Sure. Do you think COVID's over? Yeah, it's over. Are you sure? It does not exist. How about that one? Thing have you, have you heard be... a whole bunch of news stories at the top of the uh, headlines uh, Adam, we about, were... about COVID? No. We, we already know what supplanted COVID. It's the war of Russia and Ukraine. Oh. Can you call it Ukraine? Is that, I, I wouldn't know. Is that more serious than a worldwide pandemic uh, killing uh, millions, hundreds of thousands of bodies stacked like cordwood? Let's put it this way. I don't want to answer that question. I'm just going to tell you this right now. Oh, okay. Tell me this. When the pandemic, you know, quote unquote, came out, what did the gasoline do? It started going way, way, way oh, down. Because, because our supplies had to go up because nobody was traveling because <laughs> yeah. they didn't have anywhere to go. Now, this war popped up and gives with the gasoline. Yeah. So what do you think is more important right now? I know it's important to me. <laughs> There's your answer. <laughs> <laughs> I took my turn with the 19. It ain't shit, okay? <laughs> you looked at it. I didn't the, feel nothing. You looked at it in the 17,000 eyeballs it has. I got, I got checked as a courtesy. And I said, what? I've got it? It's got it? Grips on me. You were getting the different, uh, the different variants, is what you were saying. You're gonna try to collect them, Adam. <laughs> Get the whole set. <laughs> but you're feeling better, obviously. I am. Yeah, I'm feeling way better, man. Way better. Way. It took weeks for you to actually come out of the gloom. I hacked less in the last podcast. I noticed when. Well, I was... I've heard some other people say it's pretty hacky. <laughs> yeah, of course. It doesn't matter what we say, Adam. It's what our haters say. <laughs> Yeah, we don't hit those emails. Yeah, we don't. Don't yeah. do no, the email. I'm telling you. <laughs> I feel way better. I do. I, uh, That's good. I mean, I really wasn't coughing that much, only like when I would either laugh or... It's a good thing. We don't try to laugh on this show no, no, very often. No. We're a very serious podcast. Very, well, it's like you said last podcast. Our podcast news source is yeah, just it's a, as, it's a news service. As, as legitimate as any other. <laughs> <laughs> just as honest and forthright. And <laughs> hey, you said that so seriously. <laughs> Think it was a joke? That's not a joke. So what'd you do this week, man? What did I do? You know, uh, I had the weekend off, and then I mean, showed you mean up after you left here. Yes, I was at home. My cellular device, oh. for some reason, tried to fuck me. <laughs> the time changed on my device. Did we have like daylight savings time or something? Did that happen over this week? That's this administration. They're trying to do something with daylight savings <laughs> time. I looked on my phone. I had to go to the clock portion of my phone, mm-hmm. and I went to world clock, and it said Dallas, because that's like central time zone. Right. But it said Dallas plus one, and it like changed my time, giving me an hour behind what it actually is. So I was an hour behind when I looked at my clock. Is it one of those Apple updates you didn't know about? Or I don't know what it was. I have an iPhone. I didn't do it. Well, I have an iPhone that I don't look at. So yeah, but I I did this and I said, well, this is my alarm clock, and now I'm going to be late to my place of employment. So obviously, I'm going to call in sick. <laughs> so why not? So, so I, <laughs> sounds like a great idea. So to me I at. said, well, here we go, and I have an online method of doing this, and I I called in sick. Fifteen minutes later, a supervisor texted me back, and they said, "Hey, you're off this whole week. Why why are you calling in sick today?" And I said, 
oh, well, okay, we'll, we'll do that then. Do that vacation then. Never mind. So I was off all week. Adam, there's a new block on the uh, on the reasons for absence. It's called absent by mobile. I think, <laughs> I think they checked that one. Well, for you. I, I would have used that one, no no doubt. <laughs> you were you were trying to use it is what you were trying to do. Yeah, they should have went with that. But I was off all week. I put the phone down after seeing I got a text back. My wife was getting ready to go to work, and I said, "What? Hey, I'm off all week." <laughs> and she looks at me. And she says, "You're an asshole." <laughs> That's not necessary. And then after she told you that, she gave you a list. There was a list, an extensive list. There's there's no rest for the wicked, Adam. So, yes, I was doing uh, this task and cleaning Uh, this and scrubbing that and programming that. Oh, programming? What were you programming? Oh, we got one of those, uh, it was one of those, you know, hockey puck, big hockey puck vacuum mobile things. Yeah. You got to program that to go around the place and it gets all the places you want and not where you don't want. No kidding. Well, they give you this barrier. You put this barrier up. It stops it on the programming part, and then when you take the barrier away, then it just it knows not to go over into that area. Mm. Was it you or was it the little lady who... Figure it out. <laughs> was it all you? It was a lot of stress. I didn't have a good... I wasn't good at figuring it out. Was it all you? It was all me. <laughs> well, the thing is, you have a tri-level house, so I would be afraid to Is that what it's called, that. a tri-level? Or yeah. a bi- is that a bi-level? You because have- there's no real... There's not three levels. There's, oh, okay. You're only, you only have like yeah, a little that's landing right. area. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. You're right. I'm if anybody that. had to live on that level, they'd be fucked. <laughs> the closet. <laughs> <laughs> know that you could go ahead and program it. Because of the way I thought it was like, you remember those little cars that were battery operated? They would bump against something and come back. You know, like that. Did you see that little mm. Batman uh, and Robin the, mo- the motorcycle? The motorcycle, yeah. Yeah, I see it. The Italian special toy, Adam. You know, that's worth some dough right there, just in case, you know. No, it that's is. A vi- it's Italian. It's vintage? It's vintage, yeah. Is it a Vespa? Uh, that No, it's still, it, well, it might be the Bat Vespa. I, I would. Uh-huh. But no. I did, yeah, I had to do that programming. That was that was time-consuming to do that. And mostly for this week, the weather was kind of a bit shit. So I wasn't able to actually get out and like do a lot of outside stuff. So I had to get, be inside. Doing I'm things. not gonna lie, I enjoyed those two or three days of rain, Adam. Oh, I'm telling you, it, they saved me. They saved you from what? <laughs> Adam, did, did, you, I, did I say that quiet enough? Adam, did you participate of backyard day? How could I? How, how could I? <laughs> it was so brisk and, and cold and chilly and wet. I participated on Backyard Day. I, Did you? Yeah. I, well, you put some of, food in the bird feeder? Well, it's kind of dark right now, but if you notice, well, the lights are on. The, hmm. I did trim. There's some pruning of some bushes? I, I pruned, yeah, the two bushes, and, and I knocked down one of the flower trees, and that was on my birthday. So you were just pissed off? I'm taking you out, bro. Uh, well, you know, I mean, that's where the my youngest grandbaby's swing is going to be. Oh. So that was in the way. Okay. My, between my grandbaby, Amara, and the bush, you know. Mm-hmm. Bush has uh, got to go. That bush has to go. Yeah. If it was some other kind of bush, it probably would have stayed. But <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So These yeah. days, those bushes are endangered species. Oh, my God. No kidding. <laughs> that. Yes. But that happened on my birthday. So Wow, fantastic. So it wasn't that bad. And that was the only thing I really did other than that. Uh, I just relaxed and... Uh, and it rained. 
Yeah. Rain means indoor. And indoor means nothing. Indoors catching up on TV and doing whatever I needed to be doing other than that. Did you find anything worthwhile watching? No, no, I really didn't. I saw on Disney Plus, I kind of I saw the 75 years of Marvel. I had not seen that yet. Okay. Uh, Speaking of, of uh Disney Plus. They have that uh, Star Wars show that you told me to watch, right? All right. Yes, the the book of Boba Fett, Adam. I watched the first episode. I said this is an okay thing. I Adam, watched. I did watched. You approve it off out of the batter's box. I mean, you. Just... I, I I thought these are very condensed episodes. They're not long. You can handle them. And usually, there's like one kind of storyline that's happening in there. E- pretty easy to follow. You don't have to have an extensive knowledge. And I said, this is pretty good. And I saw that by, by myself, by my lonesome. And then. I watched the second episode. Adam, hold, 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 let me stop you. Right, was it pre-list or post-list when you were watching it? Mm, mid-list. <laughs> it was mid-list. Good for you. <laughs> You're a rebel. But my wife came home when I had just begun the second episode. My wife turned and looked at the screen and said, "I'm not watching this bullshit." <laughs> <laughs> but listen to this. Listen to this. This was the episode. If you remember, there was a train. Going a train to nowhere. Yeah. In the middle of the desert. Yep. And they would come out and they would just shoot sand people. Yes. And that was that was the plot. The Boba Fett guy had been befriended by the sand people and he was trying to help eradicate this train problem. Yes. And my wife actually got involved with this show. She said, I want to see what happens with these sand people now. And she was, she was like, she was taken in. She was like absorbed in the show. It'll it'll pull you in. I so, saw, I've seen two episodes. So good. It's, there's, I think it's eight episodes and it, it gets oh, better. Desert. Yeah, yeah. Real quick, I know we were about to start this bullshit. Let me see how long we've been doing this. I'm going to give you a quick filler on this. On The Mandalorian, yes. this is when Boba Fett reemerged and blew everybody away on the second season of The Mandalorian, these first two episodes that you've been watching kind of give you the resurgence of how Boba Fett survived Mm -hmm. the Sarlacc pit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you notice... That was the very very beginning of him crawling out of that mug. Yeah, so they didn't make you suffer as much. They went right to it. Yeah, okay. And again, like I told you, I like my fantasies with a little bit of some kind of realism. And I said, I'll buy off on that. Sure thing. You're going to get blown away on this one too? I mean, you said you were blown away on The Mandalorian. Is, do you get blown away on the Boba Fett one, too? I did, because there's some, there's some uh, what do they call it, the Easter eggs that'll pop in, oh, or things from, okay. I would say, Star Wars lore. That's why. Right? Okay. And then it'll, oh, that's, that's going to happen. Or, oh, wow, I haven't heard about this character in See, eons. That must be why I forgot to get blown on The uh, Mandalorian. I didn't get blown on that one. Oh, well. Mandalorian kind of stood stood on it was his good. own. It was good, but I wasn't I wasn't you know. The Mandalorian boy. stood on his own to an extent. So uh-huh. you know, if if you're like me, I'm not a uh, graphic novel kind of guy or any of the other extra stuff that they added to the sure. Star Wars universe. To me, it was great because I had no really background of what was going on with it. And I'm like, okay, this is a brand new story. Let's go with it. Oh, that would be the best thing. It's that's enough. Let's we could go on and on with this one all night. Sure. You, you mentioned that at a, at a at a bad time, but sure, go ahead, Adam. Let's let's start this mother. All right, let's do it. All right, Adam. Good morning. Today is March the twenty sixth, Adam. Oh, there we go. And oh, it is, and it is national. 
It's National Spinach Day, Adam. <laughs> well, there we go. Perfect oh. song to encapsulate that day. It's like three bad national days. The Spinach Day was the best of the three. Oh, you're kidding me? That's the best? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I got together with Gosito this weekend. So how are we going to start a Gosito set? Let's find something with Popeye. I said, oh, that's right. Hey, you're, gotcha. you're only like 20,000 years old or whatever. <laughs> I'm sure you lived through that. <laughs> he didn't think that was funny. He's jumping up and down in the booth again. <laughs> Adam, National Spinach Day. Yeah. Reminds us of the health benefits packed into the leafy green vegetable. Yeah, great. Not... <laughs> Are there so many delicious ways that you can enjoy spinach? Go through all of them. (laughs) Give me one. But it is also incredibly good for you. Oh, sure it is. It's thought to have originated in ancient Persia. Okay. Everything's originated in ancient Persia. Evidently, the spinach is too. Okay, good. So that was their first assault on the world. Do you enjoy the spinach? Uh, No, I do not. Is there any application? Out of a can, the little baby spinach that you throw into a, the skillet and you sweat it and it turns into a little mush. Do you enjoy that? No. Do you throw enough butter and garlic in there to make it taste like something? I believe, and I, this is just uh, me and my TV watching and my analysis of how these things come about. Food Network? A food Network, absolutely. Gotcha. I think they made it popular some way, somehow, mm-hmm. or at least the way the health gurus of the world make it out to be for me to eat spinach i have to disguise it twenty thousand ways i always find it uh soury kind of Hmm. by itself i did have quiche this week and it had Had spinach spinach inside of it with tomato totally masked though you couldn't find it at all yeah love it (laughs) (laughs) that's how you love it do you get one of those uh Salads where you have like the many different types of mm-hmm. lettuce and greens. You yes. can slip some of those little, almost feathery shaped baby spinach things in there. If you dress it up enough, and it's your, tolerable. And your mouth won't tell you, hey, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. That's that's about the only way, <laughs> that the only is application. The only way. Well, you know, Beyonce is just one of the best sources of iron, an excellent uh, source of calcium, and, and it says here folic. <laughs> no, no. Yes, folic Phallic acid. acid? <laughs> Phallic acid, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> Protein, calcium, vitamins A, C, and K. For my vitamin C, Adam, yeah, I'll do the OJ. Thank you very yeah. much. <laughs> or, or the supplements. Any day of the week. Ugh. It's loaded with cancer-fighting antioxidants. So at least there's some things. That types of spinach, They have Adam, to tell you that bullshit just to get you to eat it. You think so? Yeah. It's, it's probably not true. It's like a net zero to cancer. Like, it will not cause cancer. But we'll we'll tell you that it's going to cure your cancer <laughs> if, if you'll just try some of this. That's probably what they do. Uh, so they, they got to yeah. talk it up. Dude. So let's kick that before this turns into last week's hip hop rap hizzle <laughs> moment. Adam, yeah, we're going to go right to it. Just tell you how to observe, Adam. <laughs> Please tell me. National, I'm, I'm dying to know. National Spinach Day. <laughs> we should have just forwent the entire spinach thing. Well, the only thing I know spinach for is because of Popeye. Yeah. So it made He's the abs- only spinach advocate there is. Yeah. It- the bodybuilders. Do you think Arnold back in the day and Lou Ferrigno and these people, do you think they loaded up on spinach? I, I would think so because they grew up with Popeye. Because it made, Pop- it made yeah. Popeye so super strong. And the thing was, you know, Popeye, when he would take spinach, his muscles would turn into battleships. But, but it was mostly his forearms, not so much his biceps and triceps. <laughs> 
Adam, the ways you can mix it up, a fresh spinach salad. No, no. that's not going to happen no, here. No, no. Spinach pizza. If you coat it in enough cheese and sauce and stuff like that, you can you can handle that. Well, I, the next ones do that. So it's oh, spinach pizza, mm-hmm. spinach dip, Adam, cream oh. spinach. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. You have to actually spinach. mask. Is it a spinach artichoke dip? Is that one of the things that they have? Yeah, I think in one of the restaurants, uh, one of the chain restaurants, they yeah. have that. That was a big deal. I have, I I think I have that with uh, I want to say chips, mm-hmm. either tortilla chips or. Or maybe pita chips? I don't Could know. be. It still is tasty. Uh, everything except for the spinach in there, which is good. <laughs> <laughs> Says add spinach to scrambled eggs. Yeah, that's a thing people do. I never done that. I don't have spinach in this house. Yeah, we don't. We don't. <laughs> I don't allow it in either. <laughs> Says you can also plant some spinach, Adam. No, <laughs> no, not gonna waste my space. Oh, Adam, and then if you need any more spinach ideas, just in case, yeah, read seven ways to sneak spinach. Into your meals. <laughs> and Adam, and how else do you observe National Spinach Day? Well, you're going to have to get that can that Popeye has, that can of spinach. Make sure it's sealed, though. You don't want it open or you'll make a sour face. But you have that sealed can of okay, spinach. Already. You put it, bring it right up to the side of your face. <laughs> you take a photograph and you put it on Instagram and you hashtag it with National Spinach Day. Aren't I healthy? Adam, it's also National Nougat Day. I'd rather talk about nougat. <laughs> Planet Earth about to be recycled. Oh. Your only chance to survive or evacuate is to leave with us. Oh, Whoa. wow, Adam. Where do I sign up? Today in History, Adam, brought to you by history.com and on this day.com slash history. Yeah. Heaven's Gate, Adam. Do you oh. remember? That was uh, the dude from Heaven's oh, Gate. Oh, I thought that was a movie starring Michael Landon. It says here, following an anonymous tip, police enter a mansion in Rancho Santa Fe. Mm-hmm. An exclusive suburb of San Diego. And by the way, it says here it was March 26, 1989. I'm going to have to go check that a little bit later, but yeah. At least they had a mansion. You, wouldn't you listen to somebody who, hey, come to my mansion. We're going to hang out here and we're going to catch the catch a ride on the comet. I was a kid when this happened. On the Hale-Bopp, right? There's a Hale-Bopp comet? Uh, yeah, I think so. California, San Diego, California. They discovered 39 victims of a mass suicide. ADC's 21 women and 18 men varying in ages, Adam. Are they victims or are they volunteers? I think they're volunteers. They were all found lying peaceably sure. in matching dark clothes and Nike sneakers. White sneakers, right? Yeah. And and had no noticeable signs of blood or trauma. It was later revealed that the men and women were members of the Heaven's Gate. So I even pronounced that wrong. A religious cult, Adam, mm. whose leaders preached that suicide would allow them to leave their bodily containers, that's what it was, and sure. enter an alien spacecraft hidden behind the hail bob Comet. I watched some of this recruitment video from this guy. He was Jesus. Oh, that's what it was? And his dad, God the Father, was actually here. He took a body as, as well in the 70s, but he went back to heaven in 1985. But this guy was left behind as Jesus to take his people that could 
escape the planet as it's being recycled. Would this guy be Marshall Applewhite? I don't know. I don't know his name. I was just watching a bit of the video. But he, he claimed to be Jesus, Adam, essentially. A, a music professor who, after surviving a near-death experience in 1972, maybe that's when he was with his father, maybe. was recruited into the cult by one of his nurses, Bonnie Lou Nettles, in 1975. Applewhite and Nettles persuaded a group of 20 people from Oregon to abandon their families and positions and move to eastern Colorado. So these guys had moved around a bit before they ended up in uh, San Diego where they were promised an extraterrestrial uh, spacecraft would take them to, Adam, the kingdom of heaven. Nice. What we have, we're, we're in containers right now, Adam. According, sure. According to this religion. Right, 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 right. Bag of jelly. <laughs> Essentially. This guy, in, in this, he had those eyes. You know how you're, when you're trying to make an honest looking face, but you're trying to be deceptive? Your, your eyebrows raise up way high and your eyes are like super wide. And he's saying, I'm telling you, I'm Jesus. Now, I, you don't have to believe me, but I am. And it's up to you. But if you don't want to waste away on this recycled planet instead of coming up to the kingdom of heaven, go ahead. In the alien, Look at me. <laughs> I'm honest. The alien spacecraft, Adam. Yeah. What is it? Why do people fall for this? That will be always the $100 million question. Well, it's a small group. It's not like the, uh, what was it, the Jamestown massacre? Oh, that was, that was, that was like yeah, hundreds was of people of, or something. Yeah. At least this was a small group of nut jobs. But it's nice. <laughs> nut jobs. Well, yeah. If you're, if you're going to follow this, if you're going to go along with this, I mean, you're not right. But this lowers the quantity of worldwide nut jobs. Oh, when something yeah. like this happens, it kind of brings down the nut job quotient. Hopefully, the people with more sound reasoning grow in numbers slightly. I've said this a million times, Adam. Critical thinking will get you everywhere. <laughs> It'll get you slapped around when you're smaller. <laughs> but it'll save you from this kind of bullshit oh my God. Uh, when you're older. Applewhite advocated sexual abstinence, Adam. I would have joined that out. That <laughs> oh, this guy. That, that, that would That's his recruitment? <laughs> I, I'm like, I'm out of here. <laughs> That's not gonna happen. If I remember the all, <laughs> he unmuted himself. I think Adam. Uh, what did you say, Godzilla? What? What was it? <laughs> Godzilla said that they castrated themselves too. <laughs> what? Oh my god! How did get that information? How did Godzilla? Why? Why don't I have that here on my piece of paper? <laughs> <laughs> What if there was a, a, a separate cult across the street and their advertisement was, there's going to be ass for days. <laughs> Over here, there's abstinence. Go wall see the wall, I'm, I'm, I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what I don't, silliness. I, don't, I said they shaved their heads off. and <laughs> wow. I mean, I mean, they shaved their head. Yeah. <laughs> they shaved their hair off. Their hair off. Okay. Androgynous. Oh. <laughs> so nobody will be attracted to anybody anyway. <laughs> exactly. Got it. I get it. I guess go see. Don't know about these nut jobs more than I do. I guess. Oh. Oh, Adam, this is uh, the Red Hot Chili Peppers album. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what it is. And what's their song? Is this one Larry Bird? <laughs> Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson. <laughs> Don't insult the magic, Adam. <laughs> 1979, Adam, March the 26th, 1979. The 41st 
NCAA Men's Basketball Championship. Okay. 1979. You were, oh, you were what, three, three, yeah, three okay. years old? We're going to talk about Magic and Larry. There you go. Yeah. You want, you want to take over right now? <laughs> Please. Uh, Magic Johnson's Michigan State Spartans yes. headed to the Final Four, to the, to the championship game, to face Indiana State's uh, a French Lick's own Larry Bird in the final. And I believe Larry Bird had, maybe they were undefeated going into the game, maybe. And uh, actually, Magic Johnson's team went out and pulled it out. That's all I know. Adam, yeah? it's even more historical than that. No doubt. It marked the genesis of the battle of these two giants. Because this was their first finals appearance college realm, and then they're going to appear in the NBA finals many, many times against each other in just a few years. It probably was at that time when it brought a lot of new eyes to the sport. It probably wasn't on TV as much. And they probably had these two superstars that were heading into a collision course and probably got a lot of eyes, probably got a lot of uh, television viewership for that final. Well, if you see a lot of the footage from back then, you'll see that it's the font in the TV itself almost looks like, what was that video game, Pong? Pong, yeah. yeah. <laughs> very very rudimentary. Yeah, <laughs> you didn't need, there was no flash, there was no bang, it was just... And it was just one shot. You're looking at the court, the entire court, and maybe you would get a shot of them on a free throw or something like that. Yeah, there's no camera on a wire nope. following no. and changing angle, no, camera no. angles. No, you just got one no. shot. Or, and if you got lucky, you would see maybe some kind of instant replay. Yeah. And there was no three points, I believe, at the time either, if I remember mm, correctly. I don't probably know. Probably not in the college game, I don't think. And think about it. These two guys ended up going to two of the most historic franchises in NBA, one to the Celtics and one to the Lakers, and they just brought them up, had more collisions. I think they probably played each other in the finals three times, four That's times maybe, yeah. something like that. I'm going I'm to go with that, Adam, as you as the sports guru we'll go of it. this, uh, the certified sports guru of this show. Oh, certified? Yes, you beat did, my... Did the paperwork come in? Yeah, you beat my son-in-law. Remember that. Oh, that's right. Champion. <laughs> and undefeated champion. That's right. <laughs> One game, Adam. And he was in town, too, and didn't want to have a rematch. That's, that's what I remember. Oh, ouch. <laughs> <laughs> but here's something that's really, really cool about this... Rivalry? It was the highest rated game in history of televised college basketball, Adam. You can't beat that, yeah. dude. That is just absolutely great. Today, 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 Well, I think you know this is probably the who. Oh, I did know that. I just wanted you to say it. <laughs> so I can get hyped on this side. And they can see for miles. Woo! I'm stop screaming like a little girl. <laughs> Which, by the way, is not, about, is not a bad thing. I just want to put that out there to any little girls listening. <laughs> well, no. I have two of them that come here on a, on a frequent basis. So you're very familiar with oh, that sound. absolutely, yes. <laughs> 1967, Adam. Yeah. March the 25th, 1967. Check this out. Okay. The Who and Cream mm. made their U.S. concert debut at RKO 58th Street Theater in New York City. What a show. 
both of them. What? In one show. Was it a co-headlining type of thing? I would or? think the who opened up for Cream. Wow. 67. I, yeah, probably. I would say that would be the best bet on that. They were part of a rock and roll extravaganza, Adam. There's your Definitely. answer. Yes. <laughs> Definitely. Promoted by a DJ by the name of Murray the K. Okay. Don't know the don't know the case. Anyway, who cares about the DJ? I'm talking about these guys. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing: you look at it in this point in history, in the context of what we already know. Us at this point looking at back. At this point looking back. Sure, sure, sure. Or you'd have to imagine yourself going back then to this venue in 1967, in some kind of time machine, and enjoying it from that perspective. You had never seen them before. Does that make sense to yeah, you? Yeah. So you'd probably be walking down the street and say, four dollars and fifty cents. If for, that, if for that. this. Concert with these two British bands? No, thank you. I'll keep walking. You probably know about Clampton already, though. Well, probably. He's got a history with Yardbird stuff. and. If you're a music fan or a music gore, or like it was very dependent back then, Adam, of the radio. Mm-hmm. If this DJ Murray the K has been mentioned here, evidently he has some kind of weight to the story. Right now, today in 2022, you don't care about Mary the Great. Maybe somebody who has some history, maybe some radio history, somebody from the East Coast may know of this, but you have to throw in the fact there's people that are listening to the radio. They're probably people, fans of this guy because he's playing the music they want to hear. Okay. On top of that, these people are going to the record stores, Adam, at that point. If they like music, that's where they yeah, go. Yeah, they're going to the record store. They're probably picking up some kind of periodical that you may have some imports from the UK, other than like at the time would have been Rolling Stone. I Maybe Cream was on the scene by now. I don't know. You have all these guys, so they're going to take the chance, you know, spend the $4.50 mm-hmm. and go to the show. And they would probably be blown away. I would imagine. At that point, like, wow, I just saw something really cool. When I saw Motley Crue, the first time that I saw them, they opened up for Ozzy. And actually was in Indiana, was in the Market Square Arena in Indianapolis, Indiana. And I want to say it was February of 1984. And it was the Bark at the Moon tour for Ozzy. And I I remember the crew going out there. I I think I told you this. The first group was Wasted, which was like a a derivative of UFO. Oh, really? And yeah. I mean, Wasted was horrible. They gave them like a whole three feet of the stage, you know. (laughs) And it was like, don't get high. Get wasted. That was their shit. Like, get the uh, fuck off the stage. Gotcha, gotcha. Then the crew came on. Wow, these guys kicked these ass. These chicks rock. <laughs> they looked like chicks at the time, right? Oh, uh, yeah. It was there was Shout of the Devil was just coming out. So the only thing I knew about the crew was Livewire at the time. Okay. That was the record that had been out in some EP. You know, that was I was really metal or LA metal scene coming yeah. out at the time. So I was like, wow, these guys are awesome. And then after that, just kept on growing and growing and growing. I got to see early crew. When they were already kind of going out there. I didn't get to see them, obviously, in L.A. or anything like that. Or as they toured the lower, the smaller clubs. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever seen anything in a smaller club that later blew up. Because I, I remember, like, seeing Girls School. And they were kind they got kind of big in the 80s and then fizzled out. There was some other stuff that I had seen. But I would say, you know, that's I'm just trying to, to mm-hmm. interject myself, as I always do in all these history pieces. And gotcha. try to say something completely unrelated. But I'm trying to compare is what I'm trying to say. If you were back, I'm, sorry, I'm just trying to say, if you're going to go back to the hippie age, because it's 1967. Yeah. This is probably how you, got, you went about this. So this is why I believe this was a big story. To start off our uh, Today in Rock History, baby. Mm. And the Tommy and Adam Hard Today podcast. Good stuff. Number, please. Hot line, hot line. Oh. Calling on the hot line. Boy, you're not, boy, you're not. I don't know who that there. 
Well, it says that they're the Silvers. <laughs> In other words, you have no idea who the hell these guys are. <laughs> I was unawares. <laughs> they're calling on the hotline, obviously. Adam, the Silvers were, uh, I, I want to say they were brothers and sisters, maybe? And they had some other hits in the 70s, and I believe they made it all the way up to the disco scene. Oh. But this story yeah. has nothing to do with actually with the Silvers per se, Adam. They were just a part of this story, a very small part. Okay. Adam, with Soul Train gaining in popularity. Yeah. Ricardo Clark, Adam. Ricardo Clark. Yes. Richard Clark, Dick Clark. Oh, Adam. Dick Clark. I know that guy. <laughs> Productions aired a competing show, Adam, called Soul Unlimited. I've never heard of it. Of course you did, Adam. <laughs> because it only lasted, Adam, uh-huh. one episode. One? <laughs> Who was the featured act? Was there a featured act? It, or was, was, Gladys, music? it was Gladys Knight, Rufus Thomas, Adam, and the Silvers. Did she bring uh, the pips with her? Uh, she probably didn't have the pips. If she would have had the pips, maybe it would have lasted. The, the only reason it lasted one episode? Yeah. The show production caved in, Adam, after receiving pressure from black leaders. Why? Because it was a Dick Clark production? No, because it was affecting Soul Train. You want to try to eliminate oh. Soul Train. That's my guess. It doesn't say that here in the story. You have the one but, entity you want to support. You don't want to mm-hmm. separate loyalties. Yes. And do things like that. That's the whole oh, deal. It. You get it now, But if right? you double your pl- pleasure, double your fun, you could have separate nights. You don't have to have them air at the same time against each other, you can, then you could double the amount of material you can get out there. More artists. You could try to double your pleasure, Adam, but will the sponsors, Adam, go along with that pleasure? I don't know why they wouldn't. I'm just saying, Adam, there's so much Afro sheen that you could sell. <laughs> <laughs> Settle down, class. It's this week's rockin' higher education lesson on Led Zeppelin. 101 with Professor Adam Lee Tate. Of course, you know this song, Tommy. I do, Adam. What is it? It is Ramble On. <laughs> I think you've guessed that like five times. Oh, I did. How about... Uh... <laughs> Forget it. Over the hills and far away. Oh, I wanted to say, Adam, Led Zeppelin be made. <laughs> That's going to be a standard now. You know? Oh, okay. I got to wait for that. Yes. Uh, okay. On March 28, 1973, Led Zeppelin released their fifth studio album Houses of the Holy. Riding the crest of the wave that began five years earlier, Led Zeppelin were positioned as the biggest rock stars in the world. Following the behemoth fourth album, the band was ready to spread their wings and dabble in music styles that fans may be unaccustomed to hearing, putting their Midas touch to the test. Everything they touched on them turned to gold. Exactly. Largely recorded at Mick Jagger's Stargroves Manor Estate. Using the Rolling Stones' mobile studio, the band arrived with the mission to jam out on the next round of future classics. So what you just hold up, hold real quick. Go ahead. Mark your your space. So they rolled around with a mobile studio as well? This is the Rolling Stones' mobile studio. Oh, with the Rolling Stones. Wow. 
Many bands have used this mobile studio. Mm, continue, please. A blistering rocker. The song remains the same, opens the album. The ballad makes its first Zeppelin appearance with the rain song. The crunge is a James Brown mm. funk-inspired jam. Funk it, baby. Originating from a John Bonham drum track. Bonham's influence appears again on a combo reggae doo-wop edition, Jarmaker. Oh, Jarmaker, yeah. A salute to the masses of fans and concert goers, The Ocean serves as the closing mm. track. Most notably, however, is the John Paul Jones signature organ piece and live show staple, No Quarter. Oh, my song. Never being accused of being supporters, Rolling Stone's magazine review of Houses of the Holy concluded by calling Led Zeppelin a limp blimp. That review didn't resonate with fans as album sales amassed over 10 million copies. The collection of songs that was constructed then has surely stood the test of time and stands as another all-time classic slab of vinyl. Wow. Houses of the Holy, Tommy. Our Zeppelin 101 for this week. I didn't know that the Rolling Stones had a mobile studio, number one. And I did know that the uh, Rolling Stones magazine... <laughs> We're assholes. <laughs> we're we're going to shit. We're going to shit. I, I wasn't surprised there one bit. I'm not at all. <laughs> I dare say, Adam, it gets better and better. Does it? Very cool song. I know this one, Adam. Do you? Yes. Do you know Jackson, who the Jackson who the, Brown, Adam? Do you know who this artist is, though? Jackson Brown. It is a Jackson Brown song. Uh oh. But it's one of these uh, little uh, cover version things. A live performance by a little band called Liquid Velvet. Oh, I was gonna thought that. Oh, okay. I was gonna say is this is cashmere. <laughs> We need to do one of those musical <laughs> games again. <laughs> to embarrass me again. Oh, that's pretty cool. I think they did a really good job. It sounded yeah, almost it sounded, like Jackson It Brown. sounded great. Really good. Nice job. If you had a choice between present-day Jackson Brown and Liquid Velvet, oh. you might go with the Liquid Velvet. <laughs> uh, you know, I, 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 think, uh, I think my favorite Jackson Brown song is uh, Doctor My Eyes. Oh. Yeah. That's a pretty cool song. I just like how it rolls. I equate these two as almost nearly the same song. Running on it and in that uh, one. Yeah, it's it's almost equal in my eyes. Oh wow. Yeah. Well, they did a really good job, Adam. They did. Is this? Wait a minute. We're yapping away. It's my turn, isn't it? Yeah. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> 1980, Adam. March the 20th, 1980, Adam. Tommy Martinez was 15 years old that day. Oh, in your prime. <laughs> Young in, prime. I was in high school being made fun of, Adam. Okay. <laughs> Were you running on empty? Uh, I was running on empty since I was born. <laughs> you know how people got these damn stories about how they love and how they uh, wish to go back to their high school days. With the present knowledge that they have, have of no the future? I have no idea what it is. I, I wanted to get the hell out of there, dude. I would make that deal if I had my present knowledge. No, hell no. I could be so much more devious and conniving. You could. I mean, I was just an absolute fucking mess. Well, <laughs> you wouldn't go back as the, the mess, though. Oh. You'd go back as this finished product. That's true. On, on your, this chiseled uh, marble yes, right yeah, here. You're right, yeah. Thank you, <laughs> I feel I feel almost like a Greek piece of art right now. Not a young piece of shit that I was back then. 
You know what I was reading okay, about going. about the these, these statues that there were go, made. There goes the fucking podcast back in the day. <laughs> I saw something. The artists would always make these statues where the cut muscular chiseled marble physique of yeah. the people, and they'd always have really small uh, wieners because <laughs> they thought that people with large wieners had lower intelligence. What? Yes, because if you had that large wiener, it would control your thoughts. If you had n virtually no wiener, then you would be able to be in control of your capacities. You, you would be able to control yourself. Where'd you read that? Oh, I read it. Do you trust me? I read it. <laughs> this, was, this was a study. This was a study that happened. Can I tell you my theory of why those statues uh, had small wieners at them? Yeah. Is because nobody had discovered Africa yet. <laughs> And they shame the rest of the planet. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Let's get back to this. Okay. <laughs> Running on empty. Let's go. At a 28-year-old, Joseph Rivera yes. held up the Asylum Records <laughs> office in New York, Adam, and demanded to see either Jackson Brown or the Eagles. Because they usually just stay there at the office? I would think so. Rivera <laughs> wanted to talk to them to see if he would finance or if they would finance his idea for a trucking, Adam, operation. The Eagles were going to finance the trucking operation of this Rivera guy? This, this is what his genius idea was, Adam. What if there was only two Eagles there? Would he have to head the full band of the I Eagles? Adam, thank heavens, Adam. He gave himself up. Oh, goody. But only when told that neither of the Axe or Jackson Brown were there at the time. <laughs> so he just gave in after that? <laughs> wow. He probably showed up in one of those trench coats. What is it, March, right? So he showed up in a trench coat with his finger pointing out where oh, the pocket is. Yeah, one of those classics. Stick him up, eh? <laughs> Let me get some Jackson Brown. <laughs> Doctor, my eyes see a lunatic. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> wow. There's a word called homophobic, oh. homophobic, but confusion as to how it's used. Oh wow! Okay. It doesn't mean gay folks are scary, <laughs> like they portray on Fox News. <laughs> oh. It doesn't mean. Thank you for mentioning Fox News because I—that's my same—that's <laughs> my same train of thought of whoever this is. I don't miss this. <laughs> this is a. Katie Goodman comedy, oh, wow. and they're singing Probably Gay, the, the homophobic song. I think they mean if you're homophobic, that means you're probably gay is what they're oh, implying. Wow. <laughs> if they mentioned the uh, Fox News, I can see why. Yeah. Adam, 1984, March the 22nd. Oh, boy. 1984, Adam. Check this out, Adam. This 1984 is when the AIDS epidemic, Adam. <laughs> Yeah, just say it like that. <laughs> was taking over, so I can see where this is all related wow. here. So check this out, Adam. Rock group, Adam. One of the ones that we love the most on this podcast. Mm -hmm. Queen, that's Adam. A, that's one of them, yes. Filmed the video for I Want to Break Free. Okay. You seen that video? Mm, I don't I don't recall. Let me refresh your memory, Go ahead. Adam. It's Go the ahead. one where they walk around dressed as women. Or as it's called, dressed in drag, hmm. Adam. But they actually filmed a video about it. They didn't go like Led Zeppelin did when they had Stevie Wonder. Trying to play a prank? <laughs> yeah. No. You know. They were Stevie trying to make a statement. Yeah. They were trying exactly. to do something. I got you. And they filmed it at the Limehouse Studio in London, England, Adam. All right. Directed by some dude called David Mallet. 
Mm-hmm. It was a parody of the northern British soap opera Coronation Street with the band members dressed, Adam, as I said, dressed in drag. That's the one where Freddie Mercury has rollers in the head. I don't think I've seen And it. he has a vacuum cleaner in hand. You've never seen that I don't video? Think so. That's a great song. Yeah, I know the song. Guitarist uh, Brian May later said that the video ruined, ruined his hair. Uh-uh. Oh. The band in America. So how long did he think? It took to repair their image here. Because, mm. of course, now they're beloved. This is long after, many, many years after. Yes. But it goes to show you that America, Adam, was too conservative, Fox News, uh, <laughs> <laughs> to deal with this. Today, that's nothing. Oh, no. It's a... No. I'm sure in the popular public, it ruined them in how did they? How did they quantify that? Did they have a tour upcoming and then the ticket sales were very light or something? I would probably say yes because that's as far as I got on the script. I'm going <laughs> to... Uh, I can't see how their record sales would go down. Maybe the ones... Maybe that record itself. Yeah. But their other records, no. Yeah. There's still that hardcore fan base that just, ah, you know, what the hell? So what? They dress like a woman. No big deal. Probably for the most part, I would imagine. Maybe... Rural America, and and again, which they probably didn't MTV, have a firm grasp on anyway. MTV was coming out at that time. Oh, MTV's gay too. Me, no, no, they were coming out on the cable. Oh, networks. just just opening their oh their production. <laughs> oh, absolutely. So yeah, I mean, this is, let's get this correct because I don't want no more fucking hate mail on this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're getting volumes already. <laughs> getting, we don't want to cross that one no more. Okay. Everybody knows where we stand on that. Yeah. We we wave the. It's all uh, good. We wave that. What is it? The flag? The, rainbow? Uh, the rainbow flag in, sure. in June, whenever that is. Oh, is, it, is there a special day? Yeah, absolutely. It's the, Good. Let's not go there. <laughs> We're trying to accuse conservative America, Adam. That's right. For being homophobic, damn it. Yeah, they don't need to be that way. <laughs> Song, the music is still good. Anyway, yeah, just the U.S. Just anyway. Makes sense. Ooh, Adam. You're flashing back at him. Did you just do the Van Halen walk at him? I did. I think I did a little bit of that. Oh, <laughs> I like that. You, you were grooving, baby. Yeah. Van Halen, best of both worlds, Adam. That's right. That's what I'm talking about. 1986, Adam. Yeah. March the 24th, Adam. Okay. 1986. Mm-hmm. Young Adam Tate is in Kansas City. <laughs> No, I don't think 86. No, I don't no, think so. No, no. no. <laughs> I stretched it on that one. Adam. Yeah. I was trying to interject you into this. Okay. No. Van Halen released Adam their seventh studio album, 5150. Mm. Now, pronounced Adam. 5150. That's what I'm talking about, which became <laughs> their first album to top the U.S. album charts, Adam. That's amazing. The first. 1984, you'd think, would have done. With it. the power of like. Panama and jump, and you'd think that would have made it all the way to the top. Yeah, but you see that it had to be, it had to build. Mm. They already had that momentum, but they also sure. had Sammy Hagar coming on board. The first of four albums to be recorded with lead singer Sammy Hagar, who replaced David Lee Roth and was named after Eddie Van Halen's home studio, Adam. That's right. Which is 5150. Yeah. In turn, Adam, that's named after the California law enforcement term for a mentally, mentally insane, disturbed person. <laughs> Yeah, I think it was inside that album. I think it had a gatefold or something to it, the the vinyl version. Or maybe it was on the CD case or something. There's multiple pictures of the band 
in the back, I believe, was a picture of uh, Eddie Van Halen, you know, with oh, the, the droopy yes, eyes yes, and, yes, and the straight yes, jacket. Yes, yes, so, yes, yeah. yes, yes. 5150. There's, there's a T-shirt about that as well. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Thank you, Van Halen, Absolutely. for giving us the best of both worlds. I love live. You really love this live. Oh. Adam? Out to get me, Adam. Mm. They're out to get me. That's right. Man, you know, I, I hear this live uh, audience kind of, you know, mm. audio, and I just... You gotta go to a show, dude. Yeah. Uh, didn't you we send some things to, to me about? We uh, have to go to War's coming to town for the temple. I'm not interested. You're not interested, huh? In Gwar? No. Uh, I believe ZZ, ZZ Top, Top is you coming. Sent. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That, I'm very interested in that. So yeah, we need. We definitely need to. I don't think the guns. One of these. The guns tour this time isn't coming close to us. Are they back in stadium version, or are they doing arenas still? I I don't know. I haven't looked at them for a while. Right now, Slash is still touring with the conspirators and Miles Kennedy. So I don't Slash know is going to stay touring. If they cranked it up uh, with the guns yet, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I, I want to say Greta Van Fleet is touring as a headliner, believe it or not. I saw a but news not, thing. But not coming out. About not Greta coming Van too close. Fleet. Not that, too close here. That they had to cancel their remaining tour what? dates or something for some reason. I didn't, even, I didn't even look into it. But yeah, very oh, recently. On Loudwire or on Ultimate on Classic Rock? On oh, I need to go yeah. back. I, that one slipped by me. Yeah. Mm. Guns and Roses, Adam, on March the 24th, 1986. Signed a worldwide deal with Geffen Records, Adam. The mm. genesis of the professional Whoa. Guns N' Roses happened on this day. Wow. On March the 24th, 1986, wow. Adam. That's right. Epic. The band, which now has sold more than, Adam, a hundred million albums worldwide. A hundred million. You know, that goes to show you how many of those uh, Guns N' Roses songs has royalties paying right now to Slash. Slash is still going at it, man. He has all that creativity inside him. He's mm-hmm. actually exploring it, which I think is pretty cool. That goes to show you the love of art. Not the saying that Izzy Stradlin doesn't have it, but you know why? Why maybe he just doesn't have the same drive? It could be that. Could, could be, be that. it as well. Yeah, yeah. Appetite for destruction, Adam. Yeah. Check this out. Has sold an excess of twenty-eight million copies <laughs> worldwide. Let's <laughs> let's leave it at that. How's wow, that? that's a huge number. Tommy, you know about this one? Lay it on me, baby. This is one of your thrash big four bands right here. The smallest. Yes, this is the opening act. (laughs) Anthrax. The ones that get three feet on the stage, poor guys. (laughs) Great band, by the way. And they're among the living this song. Yes, Adam. 1987, Adam. March the 22nd, 1987. Yeah. Uh, Anthrax released their third album, Among the Living. Okay. The cover shows an image of Henry Kane, Adam, the character from Poltergeist to the other side, which the band finds terrifying. Wow. That's popular culture clashing, thrash metal and poltergeist. I don't know if you've seen that. The guy looks like a... uh, like a missionary kind of guy, one of those pastors from... Like a yeah. traveling salesman type dude? 
Somebody kind looks of like, like kind a, of a hat, yeah. an yeah. overcoat. The Western kind uh, of tall and skinny. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. That's him right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Actually, Scott Ian has been out in the news here lately as well. Also on social media with his son playing drums on all kinds of videos that they've been putting out. Oh, really? I don't know if you've been able to see that or not. No, I haven't seen it. Anyway, anything. but more importantly, Adam, the album is dedicated to none other than Mr. Cliff Burton of Metallica. Wow. <laughs> recently passed. That's recently. right. Who gotcha. had died the previous year. Exactly. Wow. Burton and his Metallica bandmates would sometimes crash on Anthrax studio floor in the early years before they became the Lords of Metal and they championed Anthrax, uh, including them in the Big Four. And we already know that. So now this Big Four, now with this connection to Anthrax and Metallica, and of course we have the connection between Megadeth and Metallica, is there, a, is there a Slayer connection that, that bridges this? Because, that someday we have to look into huh. that. I am not a Slayer fan. I know one or two songs by Slayer. Mm-hmm. Slayer is fast. Yeah, it is. It is. Machine gun, Gatling gun fast. Yes. For what I've heard and out of the four, Slayer is the fastest. So they, yeah, they're the most brutal. <laughs> Exactly. Well, that's my opinion. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No doubt. <laughs> Just from start to finish. And I've never seen him play live. You know, I've seen videos and whatnot. Sure. I was like, whoa, that's lightning. The difference between, like I told you, when I went to see Megadeth, when they opened up for Iron Maiden back in North Carolina, remember that I told you yes, that? Yes, I do. The difference between, and this is just, again, my opinion, the difference between Megadeth and Slayer, Megadeth is fast, but it's more melodical. Melodic you can, songs. You can songs. kind of hear the, the guitar strings bending correctly. It has a traditional song structure <laughs> yes. to it, while Slayer does have some melodic songs, and they'll have some catchy riffs and catchy uh, vocal you know, lyrics and things. But uh, yeah, yes, it's, the, it's on a different the, level. The growl, I tried to do that. Ooh. I just insulted them. Adam, Adam, real quick, a highlight of this album is I Am The Law, Adam. Another clash oh, definitely. Another clash with popular culture. You know what that's about. It's about Judge Dredd. It's a comic book character. They saw inspiration in all places. <laughs> yes. That's a great <laughs> album. Yeah, very good. Hello, we are Mealy Vanilli. You know, a lot of people don't understand the enormous success of Mealy Vanilli. And neither do we. <laughs> <laughs> but we are here to tell you that you too can be. Check this out. I thought this was interesting. Uh-huh. All right. We don't talk a lot about Mealy Vanilli here as much as we Not do about snow. No. Snow gets a, quite a bit of. A... <laughs> I don't know why he gets run. Every once, in a, every once in a while, he pops up here. Anyway, Adam, a Chicago court settled the Milli Vanilli class action suit by approving cash rebates up to $3, Adam, to anyone proving they bought the group's music before November 27th of 1990. So if you kept your receipt... You could bring it for a partial Have refund? Have you ever heard about no, that? No. Have you ever heard? I mean, this is, I saw this and I said, I got to bring this to the podcast. Because it was man. issued in, on false pretenses? Because of the lip sync scandal, we put, yes. We put pictures of these two people on the cover <laughs> and these two people didn't actually sing. <laughs> wow. That's wild. Isn't that something? I, I just didn't know something like this existed. If I would have known that, Adam, yeah. I would have kept our tickets to that Motley Crue show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Not that they lip sync at him. I didn't say that, but ooh, that drumming solo was horrible. And there's no way they're going to give you any money back either. Right? <laughs> you didn't think so? <laughs> no. Motley Crue. That was what they're like. Their their twelfth uh, final. Take us to court, dude. Was I don't that, care. Was that their like twelfth? We got your money already. Was that their twelfth farewell tour, Adam? <laughs> that was the whole. That was, that was the end of the road, supposedly. That's, you imagine in court, the producers trying to defend that or the lawyer's producer trying to, no, no, we don't want to give them $3 back. Didn't they give people number one catchy songs and now they're pissed off? Yeah. Because I thought there's other people saying it. <laughs> what? Give me my money back. One, two, three, four. This weekend. Oh, yeah. Kiss. My second. Adam, what do we got here, Tommy? World Without Heroes. Mm. Kiss. World Without Heroes. Yep, there it is. Simmons. This is off of songs from the Elder Adam. Actually, this one's off of Unplugged. Oh, yeah, it's an Unplugged version, but this is. We don't hear songs off of that album very often, or I don't anyway. I hear is it, is it one that you go to? Uh, I love the unplugged version. I love their unplugged uh, record. I uh, songs from the elder. <laughs> Not so much, huh? <laughs> it's okay. This song's all right. You know, actually, songs from the elder was, was uh, I think, a concept album. Not like a last last week's concept album, <laughs> ladies and waiting, and the rest of that. But uh, this is actually, I think they were going to make a movie. Was a movie soundtrack or, or something? Or try to make a movie. Too. I can't remember the whole story behind it. Someday we'll cover a little bit of that. Mm. But uh, for right now, Adam, in March of 1995, Adam, okay. Kiss published mm-hmm. Kistory Adam. Oh. <laughs> they, they stole your segment? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Kistory Adam was heralded as the Kiss Bible, Adam. Oh. There's no blasphemy in there whatsoever. And it covers the band's history, Adam, up to the mid-1990s. Did it have so any, about 20 years of, of history. Of, did it have any possible history. negative aspects of their history or only uh, the positive stuff? Adam, we'd have to uh, flip through the 440 pages, Adam. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. <laughs> but, you know, it's still considered a tremendous Kiss collectible. No surprise there, right? Well, sure. Uh, because it's also out of print, Adam. So you could probably snatch yourself a copy, Adam, anywhere between uh, like $250 to a total. I, I, I looked it up. Uh, what was it? Uh, on Thursday or Friday. Uh, how, three, much is, how much is a Mint 10 three, going for? $397.56. I don't know if it's mint condition. Mm. But I know they're selling a lot that are signed and everything else, Adam. Mm. So, yes, that was this week's, Adam. Adam, they're getting shorter and shorter. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, they should be because you have all that content in this uh, voluminous book. (laughs) 400 and something pages, Adam. (laughs) Quite the history. Nah, bro, you, you see me, bro? I'm hard, bro. I'm hard, bro. I'm hard, bro. I'm hard, bro. Let's get started. It's the Tommy and Adam Pod to Name Podcast. Historic hip-hop rapizzle moment. Yo.
Tommy, this sounds like some rap izzle. <laughs> rap pissed off izzle is what it sounds like. This is NWA, oh. the National Wrestling Alliance, and an Easy E tribute. Oh, okay. I think we could turn that down, Adam. Oh, well, this sounds pretty good. Oh, okay. <laughs> Okay. Dad, they told you to shut the fuck up. Oh. Hey, you're white. You better shut up really fast. <laughs> Adam, March the 26th of 1995, rapper, producer, Adam, and uh, record executive, Eric Lynn Wright. Eric Wright? Mm-hmm. A.K.A. Easy E, Adam. Oh, E for Eric. That's right. Died of AIDS in Los Angeles, Adam. He was 31 years old when he passed away. Did he get canceled by uh, MTV? Or uh, this was a decade or so later, right? From uh, from the Queen controversy. What what year are we in now? Uh, 1995. 95. So that's about, yeah, it's about a decade later than the 84 uh, cross-dressing thing, you know, that they were doing? Uh I don't think I don't think Easy was cross dressing. <laughs> no, no cross dressing. Adam, are you adding to the rap his? But he's, the, but he's got the AIDS. A, but he's got the AIDS. No, but I think it was AIDS because he was doing the the crazy life. Oh, uh, not necessarily. Uh, was it needles? Probably. Yeah. Oh. I'm just. I don't really know because I don't know all that part. Anyway, he formed Ruthless Records, Adam, and worked with Dr. Dre and Ice Cube, Adam, the MWA rapper. You just mentioned two huge people. Now, if Easy E had made it through, had survived, remained healthy, he would probably be one of these huge icons today he probably would and they probably would have been making millions of dollars on reunion shows and whatnot yeah the nwa rapper who feuded with his bandmates out of these dudes that i just mentioned made peace with them shortly before his death which i think is very cool right did it no he had the disease until one month before he bit the bucket Adam. wow he got a respiratory issue so he had the really bad kind so <laughs> is there a good kiss or a good kind <laughs> well there's a good kind at least, the one I, at that least you I, got the, I got the good aids well that's the one that well it's actually it's H- just hiv hiv yeah so yeah. he actually had right i i stand corrected adam thank you thank you for that correction my aids is acting up yes exactly you're not good <laughs> now adam you ask yourself why did this make it onto the Hip-hop rapizzle historic moment, Adam. Uh-huh, I do. Adam, because on the day that he passed away, Adam, record sales for 40 ounces uh, went out the roof. Uh, <laughs> for, for malt liquor, Adam, there was a lot of people pouring it for their homie. Usually when somebody dies, the artists, their record sales go up, you know, because people want to consume their music. No, now we want to consume this, 40s. Not, not in this case, nice. Adam. Call 45 old English, Adam. <laughs> oh, my God. PBR, et cetera, Adam. Man. All sold out and flooded out. Graves ghettos and wipe subdivision wannabe rappers. Oh man. <laughs> Property all over the United States of America. Sad, Adam. sad. Day. Yes, Adam. You <laughs> know what I remember? Yeah, what do you remember? Did you remember that movie? Uh the guy that was this Jamie Kennedy that he was the white rapper from mm, Beverly Hills. Malibu. <laughs> yeah. Malibu's most wanted or something, something like, that. like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you know, actually, uh Adam, uh, that was all joking. That wasn't true about the malt liquor. Oh, was it? It's 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 most significant because he was one of the ones credited for being one of the uh, artists that brought gangsta rap, Adam, to the forefront. Brought it to the national vernacular, if uh, mm. if anything, or to the limelight. Adam also, <laughs> April of uh, 2001, Adam. Yeah. Guess what happened to Eminem, Adam? 
Oh, Eminem? Yes, the toy figure of Eminem was facing a band in England, Adam. My daughter had one of those where <laughs> you take and you you would take the hand of the Eminem and you'd pull it down and all the candy treats would come right out of its mouth. Ah, we're Is talking it? about the rapper, Adam. Oh. Slim Shady. Oh, oh, oh. You're such a square. Never mind. <laughs> Well, Adam, but about, I was kind of afraid there for a minute because <laughs> because she has an Eminem doll. The reason, yes, the reason, it, the reason it was being uh, blocked from being sold in Woolworths and Hamleys in uh, London, Adam, is because uh, a psychologist warned parents uh, who buy the dolls for the children will inadvertently give their approval, Adam, for using bad language. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Adam, I wrote that joke at you. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent, excellent. What's significant about this? Don't know. Who is this? Oh, Oh, it must be the bagpipes. (laughs) Is it uh, Bon Scott? (laughs) It is. The only thing I have to go off of, it says... Bagpipe rock band. Oh, well, that sounds good to me. <laughs> the proof is in the pudding. Yes, there it is. is. I liked it. It was not bad. 2004, Adam, March the 21st, 2004. A new book, Adam, claimed that Elvis Presley's ancestors, Adam, mm-hmm. came from a small village called Lonmay in Northeast Scotland. Scotland? Yeah. Hey. The author, Alan Morrison, said he'd found evidence, Adam, that Elvis... Great 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 grandfather was married in the village three hundred years ago, Adam. So now I have developed a knowledge that I am like twenty percent Scottish. Hold up, Adam. So, uh, hold up, hold up. Yes, because you in two thousand and twenty-two, Adam, March of twenty twenty, <laughs> found out that you were an Irish. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, but it was mostly Scottish instead, and I was upset. And now I could be a relative of Elvis's. Fantastic. <laughs> I thought that would bring up your spirits. Oh, yeah. I'm thrilled. <laughs> oh, I know this song, Adam. That's Glory Game. Everybody knows. Whoa. <laughs> what happened? I have your voice. Is this another parody, Adam? I think so. Okay. It's from uh, Skaza. Skaza. Oh, I like this, Adam. Adam, we're headbanging. Yeah. So I will survive. We could stop. <laughs> it took over, Adam. Wow. 2016, Adam, March the 23rd, 2016. Gloria Gaynor's hit, I Will Survive, Adam, yes. was selected to enter the U.S. National Recording Registries. It joined Metallica's Adam, Master mm, of Puppets. Yeah. Sounds and the worthy. list of culturally significant songs. Yeah. So there's a little yeah. Metallica Gloria Gaynor mash- mashup, Adam. You never expected that one. No, that came from left field. didn't Adam. expect that, but I definitely expect the I Will Survive Gloria Gaynor song to get heaps of notoriety. It's, 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 like, it's like a uh, big uh, woman's movement like, hey, I'm, I'm going to face this challenge and I will survive. I will come through yeah. on the other side. And it was thing. women's lip stuff too. Yeah, yeah, going yeah. On. yeah, I get it. Yeah. And the National Recording Registry is a big deal. So, is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, sure. Yeah. I still think out of both of them, I still would go with Master of Puppets oh. out of. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Not even a choice. <laughs> Adam. Live Beatles Fidelity. Wow. <laughs> This is 1860. Yeah. <laughs> they hadn't quite mastered 
the art of live reproduction. I think this is just somebody, <laughs> some fool with one of those cameras. Uh, it might be, but uh, they also didn't have the proper amplification oh, to yeah, get over the yeah, screaming yeah, masses. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Anyway, 2019, Adam, this was this was recorded back probably in the 60s, wasn't it? Oh, it had to be, because yeah, they stopped yeah, touring yeah. in like 66, so yeah. Okay, oh, here we go. So March of 26, 2019, Adam, mm-hmm. the school book Paul McCartney used as a teenager sold Adam for... Fifty-one thousand four hundred and eighteen pesos, Adam or Dolores. <laughs> Did he jot down any lyrics in the margins of this school book? Oh wow, yeah. nearly ten times its estimate. So Adam, that was going to sell for five thousand dollars in this auction. It picked up ten times more. Memorabilia is a crazy thing, isn't it? If it just if it touches the hands of the right people, it will just exponentially grow in value. The exercise book, which features a doodle of a man smoking and a teacher's critical comments sold at the auction of Beatles memorabilia in... If I know Paul McCartney, he was probably smoking a spleef. What is a spleef, Adam? Go ahead and uh, enlighten me on that. That's a marijuana cigarette. Oh, (laughs) cannabis? Would that be it, Adam? (laughs) That's the one. Yeah, I think so. (laughs) He's been pinched for that before. No kidding, in Japan. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Not even being Paul McCartney saved them back then. Anyway, McCartney had used the book at the Liverpool Institute High School for Boys. Okay. I wouldn't spend $51,000 on an old school book, I, I don't think. Well, the lesson here, Adam, is if you're an aspiring musician, mm-hmm. just go ahead and scribble all over just your books, Adam. Start doodling. You won't know what's going to happen <laughs> in the future. There might be some money in it for you. <laughs> Pay for college. There are song lyrics. I never brag how real I keep it, because it's the best secret. <laughs> there are also lyrics that will captivate your imagination. And then there are the Tommy and Adams hard-to-name podcast lyrics that will blow your Adam. Some droning going on over here. I'm ready to blow your mind, Adam. Woof. I'm ready. With only the second song, Adam, that charted for Pearl Jam. Oh. Second song? Take a quick guess at what this one is. Check it Jeremy. out. Jeremy. Mm. Oh. No. That's not Jeremy. Uh-uh. That guitar gives it away, baby. This is Pearl Jam's Better Man. Mm. Adam, stop it. Pause it. Is it you or Godzilla? I always forget. Godzilla got it. Adam, better man. Mm -hmm. What a great song this is. This is off Vitalogy. Is that their second? No, there's a third album, isn't it? That's the third album. Versus was the second album. That's right. right. Had a goat on it. So anyway, better man, Adam. This was released, Adam, on November the 22nd of 1994, Adam. Written by... That guy, singing? Eddie Vedder. That's right. Adam, when he was in high school. Did he jot it into the margins of one of his school books? I hope so. (laughs) And they they find (laughs) it. That might be worth something. He's going to make some money, Adam. Probably (laughs) give it to one of these charitable organizations. That's okay, though. Sure. The charitable organization will be the Tommy and Adam Hart today podcast thank you hey check this out adam <laughs> waiting watching the clock mm-hmm. it's four, it's four o'clock. o'clock it's got to stop tell him 
take no more. She practices her speech. As he opens the door, she rolls over, pretends to sleep as he looks her over. Mm-hmm. This might be a song that you might be curious about. It's lyrics, Adam. Okay. Yes. Did you get some of that right now? Yes. It's four o'clock. Uh, now, is, is this a schoolboy? Is this a school person? Somebody's in school looking at the at the, the, the clock at school saying, I'm getting out of school right now? Adam, do you think this is a love song, Adam? Um, no. Adam, this song is about a woman being, Adam, in an abusive relationship, Adam. Yeah. And that woman, Adam, happens to be Eddie uh, Vedder's mom. But she is locked in this relationship with this other person because she can't find a better man. That's what she tells herself that. Oh, okay. Isn't that cool? Yeah. You kind of get lost in it because it has a nice groove. It has a nice little melody to it. And you're like, oh, yeah, this yeah. is really cool. It picks up. It kicks in at yeah, a certain point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a nice so yeah. And she's uh, waiting and watching the clock because she's just waiting and uh, watching the clock for this guy to come in. It's yeah. free all day long. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. then she's got to wait for this. As he opened the door, she rolls over because yeah. it's coming, man. That's pretty sad, dude. Uh, she lies and says. She's is she, is in, she, wait a minute. Is she laying down? She's laying down when he shows up. That's the first problem. You want to be on your feet. You're not going to be laying down. You're going to be laying down and you're going to roll over. She's just probably docile. I would say for the best, and this is in no joking fashion. I mean, I think I've told you this. I am a, I grew up in a domestic violent home. Okay. But my mother didn't know shit. <laughs> my mother gave it right back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she wasn't watching and waiting at him. Did you have a bell? She ding, was ding. She was yeah. ready to go. You're ringing in? Okay. <laughs> Don't fuck with my mom. <laughs> yeah. Three-minute rounds, Dad. Hold on. There was no three-minute. <laughs> my mom went for the kabonk. <laughs> I could talk about that today, Adam. You know what I'm saying? Yes. All seriousness, if you're out there in an abusive relationship, get the fuck out of it. Mm. Immediately. Easier said than done, however. Mm-hmm. It can be done. Right. Maybe you don't even need a better man. Yeah. Fuck that. Just no man. You need a piece of shit man like that. That's right. This is where the chorus starts. She lies and she says she's in love with him. She's actually telling herself that. So that's probably some of that. Uh, mm. What do you call that's that? That's an internal that, uh, conversation she's having. Yeah. She's having an internal conversation with herself. But that's probably the, uh, what's that? Abuse syndrome. What's it called? I forget anyway. The abuse woman Stockholm syndrome. syndrome. Is that is that what it's called? That's where you uh, embrace your captor. Oh, well, I don't know. I don't know about that. <laughs> anyway, can't find a better man. That's what you She dreams in color. She dreams in red. Can't find a better man. Can't find a better man. Can't find a better man. Oh, play it a little bit right now. Girl, take no more. She practices her speech as he opens the door. She rolls over, pretends to sleep as he looks her over. Hmm, sad. She lies and says she's in time. And this is where it's gonna take off Adam a little bit later on. Sad song. This is what it is now. I don't wanna hear this anymore. <laughs> we laugh, but we're laughing at the commentary. Yeah, yeah. Kinds of ruin it for you though, you know what I'm saying? And this is where it really gets really, I mean, at least rhythmically. 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 There you go. Thank you, Adam. And it takes off at that. It's just a great song. Uh, You can learn from it. Here we go. Stop. Is it going to uh, take off and become more hopeful in the end of this song? Is it going to leave us on a good note, or are we just going to feel, continue to feel sorrow for this? Adam, song? we're going to continue to feel sorrow, because check uh, this out. It's talking to herself, 
There's no one else who needs to know. She's already internalized this. She's not going to share with anybody. However, so young Eddie Vedder got to see this. She's assuming that there's no help for her. All right. So that's probably it. She's beyond help. Yep. She tells herself, oh, memories back when she was bold and strong. In other words, she's saying to herself, how? Wow, did I, how did I get to she's this? She's a shell of her former yes, self. Yes, and this, this is not how, however, Eddie Vedder internalized it and converted it into this song. But this is has such a wide spectrum, Adams. It speaks volumes. A person who's going through this could just go ahead and say, wow, completely relate to this. I was reading these lyrics a couple of days ago, and to me, it flashed me back a little bit. As a kid, I, I felt that, dude. You know, it would turn my stomach, just think it was going to start. And it was just one of those things. And it was, you know, there's alcohol abuse and all kinds of bullshit. There was all kinds of stuff going on. Yeah. But the bottom line is it's really bad stuff. So anyway, and waiting for the world to come along, swears she knew it. Now she swears he's gone. In other words, she kind of knew it. Now she just wants him out of her life. Let me read what it says here. It says, this is about a woman who settles for a man uh, she has because she doesn't think she could do any better. Sure. Gotcha. After Eddie's biological father died, his mother remarried, and Eddie thought she did it only because she needed someone to help support the family. Mm -hmm. And uh, by the way, Adam, yes. Vetter gets his vengeance, I guess, a little bit in the concerts because he dedicates this song to the bastard who married my mother. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it's introduced every so, night. Adam, so oh. there is a there is some kind of a happy ending here somewhere. Uh. I guess. <laughs> wow. Adam, you could play a little bit lower the volume, or is it Godzilla? I don't know who it is. Anyway, says the album was released as a vinyl, re uh, a vinyl record two weeks before it was issued on CD, Adam. Mm. Okay. At the time, Adam, vinyl was completely outdated. But many people still had record players and Pearl Jam liked, Adam, the imperfect sounds of albums, which the scratches and blips provide a different listening experience each time. That is very cool. When I think of Pearl Jam, I think of imperfect music. That is very cool. Yeah. I had never considered vinyl to be that. I am so used to like to uh, to digital yeah, that of I, course. it's just one of those things. Uh, Adam, and that was, Adam, uh, today's lyrics that will blow you away. Or depress you. <laughs> In this case, yeah. are song <laughs> lyrics. I never brag how real I keep it. Because it's the best secret. And that would be it, Adam. Woo. My goodness. What do we got, Adam? What do we got coming up? We got something this. Yeah, I mean, it's... it's it, I mean, stop, stop it real quick. Stop it real quick. See, I think yes. that amongst everything that you got going on, you have to keep it real. You got to be... When they say keep it real as the youth say it, I'm telling you, I, I, I flashback really hard. And I love this song. Don't get me wrong, but when I dabbled in it a little bit deeper... Wow. When you first heard it, you loved the song. Now, I still love the song. Now, Don't get me wrong. as you have examined the lyrics, does it hit you differently? I'm completely blown away from it. Really? Like I said, I did the research this week on it. Every time I'm going to listen to this song, that's going to pop up in my head. But it still doesn't take away it's a great song. I could have some crossover with this too, but not physical abuse, but more emotional type abuse but, stuff. But uh, yeah. I mean, I, it's, it's, it's a depressing thing. The scene, the set in this song. Yeah. Now that we both, I don't know about you, but I, I could hear that Halloween spooky guitar going back and forth on it. Yeah. Dun dun. Almost like a like a horror movie. Hmm. Something's gonna come out and get you. Dun dun. Dun 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 dun. And they're looking at you, 
and something's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? And that's this lady walking on eggshells and living in fear. Yeah, and, that could be like, and like we said, it could be any lady, Adam. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Any lady, any child. As a matter of fact, it can't. It's not only ladies. There's guys that suffer from domestic violence. Sure, they're out there. Sure, sure. For whatever reasons, maybe they can't find a better woman. <laughs> maybe that's that's right. It, maybe, goes, it goes both ways. Maybe Come that's on. what it is, Adam. Let's go. Let's get uh let's Oh thank you, Adam. Oh. Let's do more songs about cocaine. Yes, Come on. Adam. Born on this day, rock and roll birthdays, Adam. It, your whatever sadness I had, Adam, it's, 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 it's no, it's not. It's a bit erased, Adam, but it's oh. it's being lifted, Adam, by celebrating the birth, Adam, of Mr. Stephen Tyler. Oh, Adam. thank God, Stephen Tyler was March born. the twenty sixth, Adam, today in nineteen forty eight, mm. Adam, nineteen forty eight. This is an old man. He is seventy four years wow. old, Adam. Wow! And the news came out this week that they're going to redo their. Vegas residency or whatever. Yes, I saw that, Adam. So I they're going to start playing that. shows yeah, again. First time right, in a couple yeah. years, I think. I would like to see those first couple of shows with him and Joe Perry. Joe Perry? <laughs> yeah. I would like to see that. That wouldn't have been a bad idea to go out to Vegas and see a couple of those. I'm yeah. sure they're already sold out, though. I would think. Have they started selling them out yet? I don't know. Do those residency shows sell out that fast? I don't, uh, I don't even know. Because they're there for like a month or two months or however long it is. Sometimes they're so successful at them that they, they just keep, stay they just keep re- for a long time. Yeah, redo the contract. Just keep it going. They become Elvis Juniors. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Stay paycheck. Adam, he is the lead singer. We all know that. Principal attention grabber. Oh, Harold Smith. Adam. Definitely. <laughs> also known as the Demon of Screaming. Huh. Rock God. Lesser loved. As a judge on American Idol. Yes. <laughs> You're right about that. Adam, also born on this day, was uh, Divas Aretha Franklin and Elton John. Wow, that's both of them. Yeah. <laughs> they share a birthday, Adam. <laughs> yeah. Quick note on Elton John, Adam. Yeah. He set the record for most performances at New York's Madison Square Garden, Adam, when he performed at the venue for the 60th time. Total performances? No, no, no. This is back in whenever it was. Whenever, he, whenever he turned sixty, Adam, because it was his sixtieth time that he had performed at the Madison Square Garden wow. at his sixtieth birthday. Wow! Isn't that cool? Sixty. Yeah. Uh, born Adam, March the twenty first, nineteen forty nine. Is Eddie Money, Mister Paradise, Adam? He's no longer with us. Oh, he's gone. Yeah, Adam. He yeah. died. In, <laughs> he died in thirteen September. He got one ticket for Paradise, twenty nineteen. That's right. He was seventy when he passed away. I think it was cancer. American singer Adam Shaka Khan Shaka Khan Shaka Khan Shaka Khan Let me rock Let me rock Shaka Khan Let me rock Shaka Khan That one you did though Adam That's pretty cool I'm amazed Adam I thought you'd be shocked I may have to Adam I may have to give you The rap hizzle next week Do it at your peril Adam Shaka Khan in her days, Adam. Yeah, would have been third birthday material. Adam. <laughs> <laughs> On par with Aretha. I have no idea. Oh. Adam. Uh huh. She is also Godzilla material. Oh no. <laughs> Are you gonna let it all hang 
the Tanya Adams Hard to Name Podcast, Therapy Number Three. Adam, do you think mm-hmm. the Lords of the G String app is going to work today? I don't know. Godzilla, you better have to screw around with that. How much access have you given Godzilla? Uh, I'm scared, Adam. Adam, it wasn't broken. You, did you get something on your end? I did, Adam. Oh, yeah. Oh, evidently, Godzilla did too. <laughs> Well, if he did, then he he can't be complaining about what loaded on his stream. Adam, no, he cannot, Adam. What do we have here, Adam? Wow. How do I read this? Bella. Oh, wow. This is a... Araois. Oh, wow. Is this French? <laughs> Bella Araois. Anyway, go ahead and spell that out, Adam. B-E-L-L-A-A-R-A-U-J-O-I-S. Bella Ruiz. There you go. For our listeners, so they could follow along, Adam. Right. So they could, they could jump up. You're not a listener. Uh, 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 no, Gosila. We reviewed. Uh, no. We reviewed your videos last week. He really does think this is the. Uh, oh, so this should be, this should be yeah. his permanent segment. Yeah, he thinks this is his gig. Now, did he put out any content or is he. Have you seen any new Godzilla content? Take that, Adam. Watch out, the tail is coming out of the book, Adam. Did you get that bulletproof glass installed? There's no no such thing, Adam, when it comes to Godzilla. Okay. All right. All right. Just look at the Bella Ruiz. There you go. Was that Godzilla's? Adam, I am Agent A. You are? Yeah. Author T. I'm gonna switch it around today. I just what? saw I just saw what I like. <laughs> I guess I'm Agent T. <laughs> wow. Have you already delved into some photographs? Yet? I have, Adam. How many do we have here? Whoa, two thousand well, something posts. Well, Bella is a public figure, and this is her only account, as it says here. Nice. And she says, I trust you. Praying hands. Oh, yeah. I oh, that's right. You. The praying hands. Yeah. yeah. She is a model, a fashion designer, I guess, mm. CEO and founder of something. Ballad.com. Ballad.com. Okay. Yeah. Oh, balada.com. There you go. Balada. And it says, balada.com is, I am going to have to go ahead and jump into this to look at it real quick. I believe it links you to, yes, it does. It links you to their page, except that she personally has, I don't know, how many many followers does she have? Hold up. Let's take a look at this. On this side, she has 3.8 million followers. On her other, which was the one she sponsors, is she only has 281,000. Only that much, Adam. Wow. That's all she has. And I think what it says here is a lot of brands is what she's... I think she was, on this one, she is completely modeling Adam clothes from other people and uh, whatever, she one whatever those, it is that models do, Adam. Is she one of those influencers? That's probably Is she, she an is. influencer? Yeah, she's... Godzilla oh. feels influenced. Yes. He said the influence is from his waist below. I don't know. I didn't. Th- I didn't. I didn't know that Godzilla had a waist. <laughs> 
Stop it, Gosilo. Uh, <laughs> let's go. Let's go to. Let's go to the one Adam that the people like. The three point eight million Adam. Like. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm there. What's this br? Do you see that? I trust you. And then underneath it, it says like br. What the hell does that mean? Is that like a lollipop or something? Do you B- see it? Br. I don't see br. Oh, okay. I, anyway. I do see a, a balloon or something and a Brazilian flag. Okay. There you. Go. Oh, she's Brazilian, Adam. There you go. Right there. We're nothing wrong with that. Oh, thank you, Agent X Three. We're back to where we need to be at. <laughs> we are on it. Okay, so that's a lot of material, Adam. Let's see how we're going to tackle this yeah, one. Yeah, she has over 2,000 posts. Uh, you can look at the very first one. It's a reel. Do you want to look at reels? It, there's a reel. The, the very first post that I looked okay, at. Okay, let's take a look at uh, She's oh. in like a black outfit. I see that. A bit see-through on the mm-hmm. top there. And uh, she's showing you her walk, her model walk, apparently. Uh, Adam, this is a professional model. Adam. Yes, yes. This is without a doubt. Are there any distasteful? Distasteful portions of, of her? Is that what you're no, saying? No, she is completely tasty, Adam. Yeah, yeah. So, yes. Oh, she's... Oh! It's time to mute you, Gosilo. On the third one, she's entered the gymnasium. On the third one. And she's... Oh, sorry. Is that was that? I, I clicked on, I clicked on it's, it. It's a reels as well? <laughs> it, is a, it is a reels, yes. Oh, wait a she's minute, She's taking Adam. pictures of herself. She's wearing some green uh, leggings and a top. Godzilla probably would have a, a taste for that. You know, let me unmute Godzilla again. Godzilla, are you kind of also like an influencer? Oh, okay. A bit of a taste maker, the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast yeah. taste maker, oh. Godzilla. He said, Adam, shut up while he finishes oh, talking. Sorry. <laughs> just mute, I, my, you mute, mute my mic. Uh, Adam uh, uh, Gosilo, just FYI, Adam's name is on the title of the podcast. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Gosilo, what does it all take to become an influencer? That's what. Oh, okay. Adam, he says, the number one technique for influencing mm-hmm. is to. Place a cell phone in front of a mirror, Adam. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I understand that. That's a common shot. Uh, don't be fooled. It takes a lot of hard work. It's well, like, as you're talking to Godzilla, I'm going to tell you this Bella does not skip leg day. Oh, no, no. She has some stout stems hanging off of her right I there. I would call them stems out of her. Those are fantastic. Those are, you know, I don't know if you can make those from surgery. Did you no, see the, did no you see way. the fifth one? The gym. Did you see the fifth one, Adam, where she is in Miami on some kind of an ATV vehicle? For yeah, the she's standing right beside it. Oh, and she's got like Lord. sand on her knees there. Yeah, she was Adam. She was on her knees. <laughs> she was. <laughs> There's evidence to that effect. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, Adam, if you go down, let me let me see. We want to break these down by casual, uh, swimwear. How do you want to break this one? I mean, down? speaking generally, bikini. Speaking generally, of, of every shot that there is, uh, prominently featured are her legs, mm-hmm. her lower body. I, I will agree with you. These on that, are among the most magnificent legs we have ever seen on this third birthday. I am trying to find something with a back shot, Adam. The, uh, the, uh... She's, she's really partial to her quads, I believe. She wants to show you the front of those legs. She's been doing a lot of front squats. I believe, I believe. that. I believe that uh, wholeheartedly, Adam. She's on a motorcycle. Do you see the one where she's on a motorcycle? That's where I was going to talk to you about, Adam. Got Let's it. go to the motorcycle one, which for our listeners, it is the 11th one down, Adam. Yeah, from today, probably, at least. Sounds right. So, oh, I, I like that motorcycle, Adam. 
It is. It's good. It's in, uh, written in Portuguese. It mm. says, she knows. I hit the show translation. It oh, says, you, you have that? It says, get on the motorcycle. I was good. She knows, comma, how to drive, comma, she doesn't. Better to just ride. Wink. Whatever that means. Bad translation, I'm assuming. Winking and riding. I like that. (laughs) (laughs) That's telling me something, Adam. But she has a, you know, good form. She's looking over her shoulder. Our favorite pose, Adam. She's looking over her shoulder to make sure that there's no traffic coming up beside her. So she'll be able to take off and not be, you know, you know, clipped or anything. That's part of the things that you want to know as a motorcycle rider, I'm sure. When it it comes to motorcycles, Adam, I think that... uh, 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 okay. Adam Gosito's trying to reference his video where there's a bunch of girls and motorcycles. <laughs> you, you, yeah, I think I remember, remember that. Gosito, we remember that one. We do. Yeah, yeah, Just yeah. Remember, this is not the Gosito segment. Now, definitely, you get muted forever. <laughs> I have complete control on this side. I do remember that video, though. Wow. D- to be honest with you, Gosito's right at him. Because that video is way better than at least this picture had to be a little bit more. Uh, yeah. I mean, this picture does highlight proper motorcycle skills. Yes. You know, making sure that the motorcycle doesn't fall over. Yes. You know, she's she's uh, looking behind her. But let's say if she were to fall, Adam, she's very well cushioned and nothing would happen to her. I think problem. she would survive pretty yes, well. I pretty well. Adam, go if you go down, maybe about 10 more after that one. There there's right. one she is dressed up as a genie, Adam. Hit the uh, translate on that one. Is that the one? Is this the guy? Yes, Adam. Okay, that's one right there. All right. She has something in here. I'm going to hit C, translation. This is how I like to be today. Teardrop. <laughs> why, why would she be sad? This picture brings me much joy, Adam. Uh, and again, you could see the massiveness of that leg. Yeah. Wow. Even It could be oh, hidden wow. behind that uh, essentially uh, curtains hanging around her waist. Did but you? she pokes yes. it out there because she wants it seen. Wow. <laughs> How about yeah. if we just go into the reels, which would that be the next one? Let's reels exclusively? Reels, yes. Yeah, let's go to, to uh, the reels. All right. Wow, there is, I want to say the 11th one, Adam. We're going to go with the 11th one again. She is kind of in a creek, Adam. Yeah. Do you see that? Oh, Adam, and it goes on slow motion. Slow motion. motion. She's blowing a kiss to us. Finally, finally, Adam, the position and the pose yeah. that we wanted. Yeah. Oh, can you... <laughs> I've been looking for those, Adam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Let me give this a enlarged screen. She is definitely in a jungle-type area. She's found a rocky outcropping to go and wade out into the middle of this water feature. And she is enjoying the feel of the water cascade over her ankles. And she's waving goodbye to us. Looking at that picture, Adam, Mm -hmm. and hearing your words, Adam, a tear has come up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that one. That one's really, really, really good. Wow! Actually, the greenery, Adam, Mm -hmm. the red of the gistro, yeah, (laughs) Uh and the kind of greenish. Yeah. Sparkle in the water, Adam. It just makes it a beautiful... kind of reflective of the yes, surroundings. It's sure. Absolutely. It's almost as a mirage, Adam. Yeah. When I die and go to heaven, hopefully that will be my greeting committee. Oh, that could be like your garden. <laughs> your, your, your eternal garden. The foyer, Adam. Oof. The foyer that is waiting. Wow. Yes. She does have quite a few reels where she's 
I think she uses them to check out how her outfit looks, and may, maybe she just accidentally posts them before she, oh, to wait, her Instagram. I, she, she accidentally leaked them out of his Maybe, way. that's leaked it. Is the Because, you know, she looks at the fit of the bathing suit or whatever, and then she's like, oh, Oh, I accidentally hit post. Adam, when you saw when you showed me that picture, you know what came through my head? What's that? That cartoon sound effect when they start running in place. <laughs> <and> it, <laughs> that's how that's how fast I want to get. That's how, that's yeah, how fast. Yeah. Oh, I, I just found it, Adam. <laughs> Gosito's jumping up and down in the booth, Adam. Wow. Wow. Insane. She is incredibly fit and she's very proud of her fitness. She's done a lot of work. <laughs> oh my gosh, she's Petting horses. Did you see the horses down yes, there? Yes, Adam, I did. Oh, look maybe this. they're asses. Go see the two. Look at this, Adam. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Control that tail, Godzilla. Beautiful, beautiful, Adam. Agent X3, yes. Uh, actually, Agent X3 sent me a note. Mm-hmm. He was kind of mad that Godzilla took over last week. Man. So, yes, let's go back to the post. Wait a minute. I hit the wrong one. I just landed on another one probably for next week. <laughs> 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 Let's go randomly wow. down uh, to pictures. Oh, Adam, do you see you one found... where uh, I want to say she is dressed up as law enforcement, Adam? What? Yes, cosplay type yeah, things. I would say it was after the motorcycle one. It's about ten more oh. away from that one, maybe eleven. Okay. So it has thirty-three thousand views, Adam, and it has four hundred and two comments. I bet you there's all kinds of comments on here. That oh, she has uh, handcuffs on her belt hanging, dangling in the front. Is that, is that what we're seeing? Uh-huh. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm seeing it. What the world is going on here? Uh, I, I just found the translate button, Adam. Oh, it wh- says, what does Adam, it say? If you dare park here, <laughs> it won't be Jay coming after you. you know where It'll she's, be me. You know where she's dressed like this at? Ah, uh, we're at Adam. Carnival. Oh, it's Carnival. Yeah. Of course, she's from Brazil. That's right. Mm. I didn't know they cosplayed. Oh, but maybe she is a law enforcement officer. Maybe maybe she is just employed. Adam. This is a Carnival officer. (laughs) I want to go so bad to Brazil. (laughs) (laughs) And enjoy Carnival, Adam. Yeah. And I will be asking for directions. If all the police women are like that out there. Hopefully there's no police dudes. It's all. It's all like this. This, this is the law enforcement. Adam, and I, we're going to wrap it up because we're going to be here all day. Yeah, we the, need to. So, so, yes. Thank you, Agent X3. This is pretty awesome. Great. It's difficult being more mature than your father. Black button girls, you make the rocking world go round. Adam, that... That definitely, Adam, is a saver. Ooh, my God. That, well, three-something million. What the hell you want? You know, I mean, just it's the quality. It's, it's, there, there's quantity on there, but it's almost all quality. Yeah. And it's not one of those that has a variety of people. It's, it is devoted to, yeah. I guess, Bella. Just that, just that one. Out of what I noticed, Adam, she doesn't share either, so... Well, it's time for our hashtag, What the Frijoles. I love it. Well, Tommy, you want some something historic? Yeah. I don't, uh, hopefully you won't bring me a fight, Adam. I don't want no more fights. It could be a fight. <laughs> July 1807. Oh. This is very way back in the day. 1807, yes. That's right. It's been a couple of years. After Napoleon signed the Treaties of Tilsit which ended the war between the French Empire and Imperial Russia. Oh. 
Looking to Russia ce- again, Adam. Always, always in the problems. Always trouble. Uh. Uh, looking to celebrate, the emperor proposed a rabbit hunt, hmm. suggesting uh, Chief of Staff Alexandre Berthier to make it happen. Berthier arranged an outdoor luncheon and invited some of the military's biggest brass. Stop, 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 Adam. You know, you know what I just remembered? <laughs> what was that? The goat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Keep going. Where's the goat bin? <laughs> Uh, anyway, we, uh, Berthier had arranged a luncheon and invited military's biggest brass and collected a colony of rabbits. Some say Berthier took in hundreds of bunnies, while others claim he collected as many as 3,000. Regardless, there were lots of rabbits, and Berthier's men caged them all along the fringes of a grassy field. And when Napoleon started to prowl, accompanied by beaters and gun bearers, the rabbits were released from their cages and the hunt was on. Oh. This is how we have these celebrated hunts. But something strange happened. The rabbits didn't scurry in fright. Instead, they bounded toward Napoleon and his men. Hundreds of fuzzy bunnies gunned it for the world's most powerful man. Uh, Give me a second, Adam. Yes. Were they all dressed as Elmer Fudd? I don't think so. Nor were they knights of the round table. (laughs) Uh, Napoleon's party had a good laugh at first. But as the onslaught continued, the concern grew. The sea of long ears was storming Napoleon quicker than the revolutionaries had stormed the Bastille. The rabbits allegedly swarmed the emperor's legs and started climbing up his jacket. What's going on? I don't know. Napoleon tried shooing them with his riding crop, and his men grabbed sticks and tried to chase them away. The coachmen cracked their bullwhips to scare away the siege, but it kept coming. Napoleon retreated, fleeing to his carriage, but it didn't stop. According to historian David Chandler, with a finer understanding of Napoleonic strategy than most of his generals, the rabbit horde divided into two wings and poured around the flanks of the party and headed for the imperial coach. The flood of bunnies continued. Some reportedly leapt into the carriage. The attack ceased only as the coach rolled away. The man who was dominating Europe was no match for a battle with bunnies. Get the fuck out of here. And that... (laughs) <laughs> or what the frol is. No fucking kidding. For this week. <laughs> is it, that's not weekly word news. No, this is real. Oh, wow. This is historic. So now you know why on Monty Python and the Holy Grail, they were so afeard of the bunny. <laughs> Tales of uh, Napoleon. Must be the European bunny. <laughs> It's the Tommy and Adam hard-to-name podcast, Sound of the Week. Well, Tommy, as usual, we have some new music. We're going to give you a couple of tracks here. You always do it. Are you going to try to guess? I'm going to let you try to guess this one, and you're not going to guess it for a little bit, and then you'll say, oh, it's obvious. So go ahead and take this one in for a second. That's what you told me last week. No problem. You're going to get this one easy. You think so? Uh, 100%. Do I have to wait for the vocals to Yes, you do. Okay. They're coming up very shortly. Oh, Adam, Neil Young. (laughs) Absolutely. This is a new song called Cocaine Eyes. Sounds good. But from uh, Neil Young and The Restless. And that was just released as a single this week. 
and you've always mentioned Neil Young as one of your favorites. I like wanted to bring that to you. Like so maybe you can add that to your catalog. I like that, man. So we have that. And then we have another kind of an opposite spectrum artist from Neil Young, but it has new music nonetheless. Fuck all you hoes! Detroit till I die, motherfucker! That, I, would, I would say that's Mr. Kid Rock. It is Kid Rock! Talking all that bullshit! Oh, is he talking to the liberals, Adam, by any chance? <laughs> Ain't nobody gonna tell me how to You are correct. It is Kid Rock. Adam, today I am two for two. Two for two. Uh, his new album, Bad Reputation, came out. And this is uh, the, the first track, Don't Tell Me How to Live, which is, you know, kind of the tune he's been singing lately. Yeah. He, so uh, He was in the news this week, Adam. He's got a whole new album out there. Yeah, what was he in the news for? He was in the news about some shit that he probably said about the liberals or the... Or Biden, or I don't know what it was. I know it was... Uh, they have an appearance on Tucker? Uh, probably. <laughs> I can't remember exactly, but it had to do with something. I mean, I, I know that the Democrats slash liberals that are friends of mine on, on Facebook were all upset. But whatever he said, I said, ah, it's some more bullshit. Mm. So I didn't pay much attention to it. Okay, and we also have yeah. one more sound of the week. Um, you know, this is the uh, off-season for football, and this is the open opening of the free agency season part of the year where people not under contract can go make a contract with somebody else for the MLB or or, or for, for football for football okay so or you can have a uh, you can trade you can trade this prospect for or you can trade this player for more draft picks because the draft is getting ready to come up so people's trying to stockpile their draft picks a lot of players changing teams and one I didn't even know was on the radar was uh all-pro wide receiver for the Chiefs, Tyreek Hill. Is that the guy that sent down to the Miami he went Dolphins? To, he went to the Miami oh, Dolphins. Oh, Adam, I gave you some sports stuff yeah, right there. Give absolutely. Me, give me the applaud, Adam. Out of nowhere did I know that he was leaving. I thought for sure he was going to stay with Patrick Mahomes for as long as he could. I did see that in the news, Adam. I paid attention to that. But anyway, he had a press conference in Miami. Our event recording team was there for oh, the press conference. I was wondering, Adam, where they were at. <laughs> <laughs> they went to Miami because this was a big deal, kind of a lo- local hero here. He's been the, the Chiefs' secret weapon, like their gadget player. all the Smaller all market, yeah. yeah. But uh, he went there, and then he had his press conference. And anyway, this is how it turned out at his press conference. Oh. Hey, yo, hey, yo. <laughs> Feel better? Feel a whole lot better. I just didn't wanna I just didn't wanna get up and be rude. Like I'm like, yo, I do not know what to do right now, y'all. You even fast one to the bathroom. That was quick. <laughs> yeah. Quick, baby. Cheetah. <laughs> so I mean he didn't even mince words about it. I mean he just went right, <laughs> right up there. And <laughs> Wow. That one could easily make the hip hop rap hizzle. <laughs> Like he didn't want to interrupt his press conference, he just kind of let it all go. He was nervous. Right there. He, he was nervous. Adam. <laughs> well, they signed a big deal. It's a big move. It's a big life change. You know. Oh my God. <laughs> it's the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. Sound.
of the week. Between your fartistry, Adam, and our team. <laughs> yeah. Our special team, Adam. <laughs> we just can't. We can't. It just gets better and better, Adam. As time goes by. <laughs> Adam, this week we don't have a motherfucker, Adam. Okay. And I'm going to tell you why we don't have a motherfucker, Adam. Mm, yeah. Last night I was uh, I was going through the TV when I was ready to write down the motherfucker. I was going through some stuff and I was watching Amazon Prime, Adam. Yeah. Before my eyes, Adam. What'd you see? Lizzo, Adam. Oh no. <laughs> what is she doing now? Adam, she has a new show, Adam, on Amazon Prime. Is it her on TikTok or Instagram or something? She has like this phrase. I saw this one post where. You know, all these different situations, she'd be on a scooter or she would be on a jet ski or she would be on a golf cart or something. And she would look at the camera and she'd say, bye, bitch. And she'd like zoom off. Is that, is that Lizzo? Is that Lizzo? I mean, I, what? Who is it? Oh. Bye, bitch. And she did it like seven times. Oh, wow. Evidently, Gosito likes her. Is that what you saw? I don't no, Adam, I saw this competition show. Oh, she's on a competition? No, the show I think is called uh, Lizzo, Watch Out for the Big Girls. With a Z? Yes. Oh, good. Of course it's with a Z, Adam. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Watch out for them? Adam. Because oh, are they man. falling? It's crazy. I mean, it, it was some, some nonsense about grab your booty shorts, and it was like really it was really big, big girls. Mm, like uh, the Learning Channel size it's girls? A, like 600-pound life girls? No, no, not that big. Oh. But I think it was some kind of dance competition, Adam, and I got completely distracted. <laughs> I, said, <laughs> I said, forget this nonsense. <laughs> Did it distract you like Miss Juicy? <laughs> <laughs> Almost, Adam, because I know it's on Friday. <laughs> it came out yesterday. I think I'm going to be... I Hopefully, I won't try to binge that one. <laughs> Good times, bad times. I don't get the bad times. I've had the bad times for a oh, while. Bad times? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Have you ever had to get rid of a dog? Before it was time to go off to the happy hunting ground, and before it was time to put him down, you just had to get rid of it for some no, reason. No, thank God I have never. Well... Some we, Adam, we've already covered some sadness. <laughs> some well, you gave me the bad times. <laughs> some dog owners chose to get rid of their dog, but why did they choose to get rid of their dog? Okay, I want to know. Because, as described by the previous owners, this dog is gay as hell. <laughs> is the owner a gay, homophobic <laughs> owner? Let me read. A North Carolina dog who was abandoned after his owners saw him humping another male pooch and feared he might be gay. Uh, has actually found a new family. So it's actually good times in the end. They named him after a famous gay Irish poet, which is nice. The dog was dropped off at the local animal shelter after his owners saw him mounting another male dog and assumed he's gay because dogs choose that way. But uh, Steve Nichols and his partner, John Wynn, so a gay couple, decided to adopt Fezco, was his name, when they realized he was facing the same kind of ignorance and bigotry they faced as an openly gay couple. We looked at each other and said, we've got to do something, Nichols told the news outlet. It was one of the stupidest things I've ever heard. That's just pack behavior. <laughs> <laughs> 
The couple decided to rename the four-legged family member Oscar after Oscar Wilde, the gay Irish poet and oh, playwright. Man, I thought it was after so Os- Oscar the Grouch. But. <laughs> it ends with, with the good news, but it was bad initially for that dog as the gay dog was sent to the pound because we had some uh, yeah, it's was bad it? homophobic news. Yeah, it's a homophobic owners. dog yeah. owner. You know, again, if this story is true. <laughs> well, it's in the news. <laughs> <laughs> Could it and, not be true? And, and we're a responsible news source. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. And uh, speaking of responsible news source, Adam, what do you got? Uh, the Good Times, Adam. Okay. A sex toy brand, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> good Times. <laughs> Is sending vibrators, Adam, to anti abortion activists, Adam. Anti abortion. Okay, so you want, right? No abortions. You know who they are? Ted Cruz and Greg Abbott, Adam, from Texas. <laughs> And by the way, they're being sent the devices. They already got theirs. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh okay. Uh, good times. <laughs> Adam, sex toy brand mm-hmm. emoji braider. <laughs> emoji braider. Nice. <laughs> Is giving away Adam a thousand vibrators to protest Texas's abortion bill okay. in the effort to raise awareness and generate buzz about <laughs> <laughs> generate and, generate and, a lot of buzz. And Adam, and by the way, the buzz on that one goes like this. <laughs> about the controversial Oof. measure, Adam. Wow. Oh, I don't know what it is, Adam, but by the way, this is off the Rolling Stones. Of oh, the Rolling Stones? Yes, and this is dated March the 23rd. Wow. Yes. A thousand yes, vibrators. Yes, it's totally anti-conservative. Periodical. I love it. <laughs> the sex toy brand in Philadelphia has been managing Operation Eggplant. Oh. <laughs> the grassroots initiative aimed at Texas. By the way, Adam, uh-huh. they're eggplant-shaped. <laughs> Oh, are they? Wow. Uh, yes. Two. That's generous. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's really uh, difficult to picture, really. I'm going to leave that. I, I was just in Walmart. I saw an eggplant. <laughs> that's incredible. I don't did that. Did that eggplant go bzzz? No, no. It was, it was actually motionless. Are, are you sure? Silent. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I can't go no more. Gave no pleasure to anyone. Bad times. <laughs> bad times. It's not being used the right way, Adam. <laughs> oh, my wow. God. Jesus. Well, the humanitarians there at that company. <laughs> Said it couldn't happen to better guys. <laughs> uh, well, Tommy, do you have anything else? I have nothing else, man. All thank right. you. Thank you. Hey, thank you, Gozilo. You Absolutely. Great, you thank you, Gozilo. As always, we want to thank our legion of listeners, our fans, and whoever else subjects themselves to this podcast. We really appreciate it. Absolutely. Keep in mind, life is not that serious, nor is anything we said on this podcast. Again, search the keywords, the Tommy and Adam Hard to Dame podcast. Listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcast app, RSS podcast, CastBox, Himalaya, Owl Trail, and everywhere else this podcast is on demand and streaming. Activate the notification icon to be notified when we are online and tell a friend or an enemy. I'm Adam Tate. And I am Tommy Martinez. Today is March 26, 2022, and you're listening to the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. Remember to always 
Play it often. Play it loud, but play it. Yeah. The Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast is produced by Dadakoa Promotions. Yeah. Which are the cancers? Dadakoa Promotions.